Welcome back to the NFL Playbook Podcast from SportsNot.com. I'm your host, Scott Branson, along with my co-host, the Evervescent, wonderfully <laughs> chipper, Evan Grote. Evan, man, you ready? You ready to continue? That was a good conversation on the 49ers. Thanks to Al Sacco for being with us again and giving us some insight there into what is a really great team. And yes, we're going to have to talk about the Eagles. Maybe we have somebody on from about the Eagles next week. Um, but the Eagles, you know, the Eagles are interesting to me, Evan, because as good as they are in so many spots, the offense has been meh. Like Jalen Hurts, love the kid, just hasn't been the Jalen Hurts recently. Now he was sick last week. I get it. But um, I'm still waiting for them to kind of reach their full potential. Yeah, well, you have to remember, they lost both of their coordinators this past offseason. Yes. They're now head coaches with other teams. I think that's a big factor in, in what we're seeing happen in, in, with the Eagles. And, and if you're an Eagles fan, the good news is they're not playing their best football and they're still 4-0. So eventually <laughs> they're going to hit their stride Yeah, and, and things are going to get better. So that, good that's point. a good problem to have. It sure is. All right, we're going to take our trip around the AFC. Uh, that's what we decided to do this week. Go down to the AFC South. And the AFC South, to me, Evan, is all about C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. Look, this oh, yeah. team was going to be awful. They were going to be awful. Stroud, rookie quarterback, you don't expect these guys, just like we've seen with Bryce Young in Carolina, you don't expect these guys to go out and win MVP in their rookie year. You expect them to go through the rookie the rookie doldrums, the mistakes, learning the speed of the game, throwing interceptions, all that kind of jazz. C.J. Stroud still has not thrown an interception. He has not only turned the ball over once. He got hit on a, a early in the first week um, got from the blind side and fumbled the ball. Other than that, he hasn't turned the ball over. He just continues to put up yards. He continues to break records. Not only that, he has emerged as a full-born leader on that team, which you would expect from your franchise quarterback. But people thought this team might have trouble winning two or three games. They've already won two. They're two and two. And I'm just really impressed. And to me, they're the class of that division right now. I know you have Anthony Richardson in Indy, and you have some other great players around there. But to me, um, I like Houston here. And I think I think they're going to actually be a spoiler when it comes to later in the season. Yeah. You know, talking about the AFC South, I thought the Jaguars were just going to roll did. through that. Yeah. You know, I thought they would roll through that division, uh, especially when you have two rookie quarterbacks with the Colts and, and the Texans. You, you just thought they would struggle. And you know what? They're at the top of the division. So um, Stroud <laughs> has looked great. Uh, he's got a great uh, rapport right now with Nico Collins, one of his ride receivers. They're just, they're crushing it right now. Um, and he looks like he's, you know, those three quarterbacks, Bryce Young in Carolina and, and Richardson in the Colts, those three are going to forever be linked together. Sure. He's off to the early lead as far as, you know, who, who was the better of the draft picks. He's doing, he's doing really well, breaking rookie records and, and whatnot, as you mentioned. So um, I hope to see it continue. I like him. And, you know, I've talked a lot about this. I'm not so sure you agree about, agree with this, but there has not been a lot of Ohio State quarterbacks who have translated to being successful NFL quarterbacks. He might be the first one here if he can continue this. Yeah, and but but see, I think that's that's what I always got in arguments about that because I always said you, you scout the player, not the helmet. Yeah, like I can I can challenge people who have that discussion with me around. Tell me a college that produces significantly number number of successful NFL quarterbacks. You can't anymore. They're all over the place now. It used to yeah. be back in the day. Before your time, Evan, there were a couple schools you, and you saw quarterbacks come out of there, right? 
Not so much anymore. The way the way the NCAA football has gotten and the way the systems are run. I mean, look at the run Alabama's been on. Who have they really put in the NFL? Right now, you got Bryce Young, of course. Uh, you had Tua for a while there as well, and he's obviously doing well. But but it's not like it's a quarterback factory. I mean that these these just don't exist. But but exciting to watch Houston there. We have some stories up on SportsNot.com by the way about that and an interview I did with Brooks Cabina uh, last week about him. So go check those out. Those are pretty good stuff. Uh, now we go out to your favorite division, Evan, where your beloved Raiders reside, and that is the AFC West. The AFC West again is all about the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the Denver Broncos. Boy, I just, you know, you you saw Sean Payton walk in there. You would have thought that he was going to walk on water, turn water into wine, all the other kind of stuffs you want to use, stuff you want to use as being some sort of superhero. But you can't have a coach come in and who doesn't have enough talent and win football games. Clearly, the seven seventy point mollywop by the Denver Broncos is one thing. Uh, and now they went in and they did beat the Bears. They finally found a team worse than them. Uh, but that Bronco team, I, I, I think what's going to happen here, because they are all in on Sean Payton, and I get it. I think they're going to turn that roster over because they don't have enough talent, and clearly they don't have guys who want to play it the Sean Payton way. Yeah, and, and you're starting to see some of that roster turnover already. They cut Randy Gregory, who was one of their marquee free agent signings just, a, I think, a year ago. Yep. Uh, $70 million contract. They let him go. So, yeah, you're going to start to see a, a makeover here, I think. I think they know that uh, you know this season is is complete wash. You know they're they're kind of locked in with with Russell Wilson as their quarterback right now. Uh, depending on where they finish up in the standings, who knows if they're able to draft a young quarterback? That would probably be a a route that would be recommended for them. But yeah, just a total disappointment there in Denver. I thought the things were going to be much better. I thought Peyton would make a much uh, more of a, a positive impact early on, but he's got a lot of work ahead of him. That roster is not very good right now. And so we'll see if he can get things turned around at all this season. It'll be interesting. Now, the Chargers, we saw the Chargers beat the Raiders this past Sunday, not looking good. They had um, two of their defenders, Derwin James and, of course, Bosa out for the game with injuries. They've been horrible against the run, horrible against the pass. But when you call the doctor, the football doctor, and you say, hey, I got these problems, the doctor prescribes to you the the Las Vegas Raiders because then the Raiders come in. <laughs> And they were able to eke out a win, even though the Raiders had the ball at the four-yard line late in the game to tie it up before the rookie quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, who played pretty well except for his turnovers. Um, he threw an interception to end the game basically right there. Um, the Chargers, though, boy, I don't know. Brandon Staley with another, another fourth down in his own territory in a close game against the Raiders, does it, gambles, gets it. Doesn't get it, I should say, right? Gets gets back to what he always does, and it seems like yeah. his team has the ball. They're winning. All you have to do is punt it and play defense, right? Instead, he goes for it and gives the Raiders a chance, and the Raiders were just too hapless to take advantage. I just don't see this guy lasting. And, I mean, you look at the, the, the talent on that Charger team and a coach who's unable to get the most out of it, especially a guy who's a defensive guru, they called him, and the defense is not very good. So I don't I don't see a long-term fit there. I don't think he's going to last. I don't think he'll last through the season, Evan. I don't know if this team's going to get anywhere close to the playoffs just because of the way it's managed. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. And I, 
I thought they should have moved on from him last year after that that terrible playoff loss where they blew that huge lead. If there was ever an opportunity to do it, last year was your opportunity. You could have tried to lure in Sean Payton. And I bet you Sean Payton um, you know, might be regretting not being a little bit more patient, you know, giving Staley another year to fall, <laughs> to fail, I should say. <laughs> Uh, and then maybe having that job become available. But yeah, I mean, wh- when is he going to quit relying on the analytics because it's not working? I mean, I know they did win the game the last each of the last two weeks, but there's going to be a point in time where the defense doesn't bail him out for making that terrible decision. And he's lucky he was playing a team like the Raiders uh, who had Josh McDaniels then go down to the uh, four yard line uh, with two minutes and 39 seconds on the clock when maybe he should have ran the ball on first down with Josh Jacobs rather than, you know, put the ball into the hands of his rookie quarterback who ended up throwing that, that interception that really kind of iced the game. So, um, you know, I'm not a fan of, of the decisions that Brandon Staley makes, and I agree with you. I don't know if he makes it out of this season. Uh, you know, this team is underachieving. The roster is very good, as you mentioned. I know they do have some injuries, but uh, underperforming team, and I think he he's their their worst enemy is, is the head coach. Yeah. yeah, it's very very interesting, and 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 I think yeah, in talking to folks uh, with the Chargers, they say that you know this guy has an opportunity if he get if he gets past, he's got to win a playoff game to keep his job basically. So we'll see if he can last the whole season. Uh, But the Raiders, we'll finish with them. We both do a Raiders show separately as well. So we're very familiar with the team. This Raiders team, uh, you know, a lot of the owner, Mark Davis, uh, preaching patience in the off season. We get into the season and this thing seems to be going backwards. The offensive line has regressed terribly. They can't get Josh Jacobs to run the ball like he used to. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo out with an injury quarterback Aiden O'Connell comes in he's a rookie what do you expect we talked about that earlier and it just seems like there's no part of this team Sands the defensive front who actually did have a very good game against the Chargers for once and Max Crosby who's just you know a football god Um, outside of that uh, it doesn't seem like there's much positive it's hard to talk to Raider Nation and talk to Raider fans because you want to give them some hope but I just don't see what's going on. I don't understand the plan there, Evan. Yeah. Do we have to talk about the Raiders, Scott? Or can we can we just skip this one? <laughs> we can move on. We, you rather talk about politics. That'd be less less Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no politics either. But yeah, it's it's a it's a tough time to be a Raiders fan right now. Um, you know, I preached patience as well all off season when it came to the conversation of, of Josh McDaniels, but it's, it's getting more difficult for me to do that because you're just not seeing any signs of growth in any area of this team right now. I thought they would be better in the red zone with Jimmy Garoppolo. They're not, you know, speaking of Garoppolo, he brings in his guy. They decide to move on from Derek Carr, which I was fine with. Uh, they bring in Jimmy Garoppolo and the offense has is, is gotten worse. So that that's not a good sign. Uh, we've talked, they talked all off season long in preseason about wanting to fix the lack of turnovers. They were, em- that was a big emphasis throughout training camp. They have the worst turnover differential in the NFL right now. They've only got one interception on the season. Some of the young players that they drafted in this year's draft off to a really slow start. Some of the guys they brought in last year through the draft are not showing signs of progress. So I thought ultimately he would be evaluated um, not necessarily on wins and losses, but the development of the young players on the roster. Um, But the way things are going, the way they're losing games, some of the decisions that he's making, 
it's hard to recover from that. And, you know, at some point I do wonder if he'll begin to lose the locker room. And once mm. you lose the locker room and the players aren't buying in, then it's, you, you can't come back from that. So, um, I do think he'll, he'll last through the season. Uh, but I don't know if he'll make it to a third season at this point. Yeah, it's, it's tough out there, and you feel bad for the fan base, uh, but uh, they have some bright spots, clearly, some some talent on that team. We talked about Jacobs. We talked about, of course, Devontae Adams, to me the best receiver in football, along with Max Crosby on the defensive side, um, and 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 our good friend Brian, ba- Brian Baldinger talking about Tyree Wilson, their number one draft pick from this year. Some some tough film. Uh, the 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 the, yeah. the the just absolute butt kicking from a wide receiver, Keenan Allen. Of the Chargers just laid him out. Yeah, I saw that. And he saw that clip. End. I mean, that's embarrassing. So we'll see. But he is a kid. He, everybody knew he's going to be a little raw. So we'll see what they're able to do. But there you go. That's our trip around the AFC. Now, Evan, the schedule of games, of course, tonight we have the Commanders and the Bears on Thursday Night Football. And then the rest of the weekend, you know, some, some games that are intriguing to me, if you look at it, uh, I want to see how far the Giants can devolve. Because they're playing the Dolphins in Miami this week, right? And yep. they can't protect their quarterback. The quarterback and coach don't seem like they're getting along. So, so very interesting. I talked earlier about the Ravens and the Steelers, big game in the AFC North. Uh, and then, of course, you have um, the Jets in Denver, which is another interesting game to me. And, of course, the Cowboys and the 49ers. Um, that Cowboy 49er game we talked about with Al. Any way the Cowboys go in there and steal this game, what do you think? You know, again, to me, it, it comes down to a trust factor. And I, I, I'm, you know, we've seen so many times where Prescott just comes up short in, in these big games. I, I also, I, I'm not a huge fan of Mike McCarthy. Um, even going back to his days with Green Bay, I'm not a fan of him. Um, I think some of his game management decisions are questionable at times. And so in a big game like this against a very, very good team like San Francisco on the road, I just can't trust them in, in a situation like this. So I'm, I'm definitely uh, going to go with the 49ers. I wouldn't be surprised to see them win by a touchdown or maybe even maybe even two touchdowns, to be perfectly honest. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I do too. I think they're just that much better. Uh, not you know, The Cowboys just cannot move it on offense. That's, that's my biggest concern. That defense is great. Defense will keep them in the game. Uh, I think the game will actually be a lower scoring game than we're used to seeing. Uh, but we'll see. Also, I like the Lions. The Lions are playing the winless Carolina Panthers. The Lions could go to four and one, Evan. Four and one in that division where you have uh where where's the rest of that division? Okay, so you have uh, I'm looking it up here. We've got the the 0 and four Bears. Correct. 0 and 4 Bears and the Packers two and two. They're facing yep. the Raiders on Monday night football. Mm-hmm. And then the Vikings are one and three. Now the Vikings, I don't think, yeah. have any business being one and three. I think they're too talented, but whatever's going on there, if the Vikings lose again, which seemingly they should, they're playing the Chiefs. Although the Chiefs, you know what? I don't know if you watched that game against the Jets, Evan, but the Chiefs— They're not the same old Chiefs. They're not the same old Chiefs. The offense is not—the defense has improved. The offense just doesn't seem like it's clicking like it used to. Even, yeah, you got Travis Kelsey and all that, and I know people blamed it early on the wide receivers, but overall it doesn't seem like Patrick Mahomes is in his rhythm yet. Yeah, I, I do think there's some some chinks in the armor uh, in Kansas City. Um, I actually was listening to the radio this morning, and, and someone was suggesting maybe it has a little bit to, to do with Eric Bieniemy not 
not there calling ah, the plays or yes. helping to call the plays and design game plans. Um, and I, and I also think that Travis Kelsey, as great as he is, we all know he's a future hall of famer. He's starting to show some signs of slowing down as well. And, and I just don't know if, if um, outside of Kelsey, if there's anyone there, you know, they're not getting the, the, um, what they thought they would get from Sky Moore, the second year player. And there's not really a, a, a big threat there outside of Kelsey. So I know you mentioned Kansas City as the top team in the AFC. And maybe I'm a little biased here because I'm surrounded by Bills <laughs> fans. But but I think Buffalo, in my opinion, uh, I had to disagree with you there. I think yeah. Buffalo is is the number one, is the top team in the AFC based on what I've seen now through a quarter yeah. of the season. And I think there's a fair argument for that. I just think until the Chiefs aren't, they are. Like, I don't know. I That's just... Yeah, no, that makes on, sense. Based on the several years. Now, if the Bills continue like they are playing right now over the next four weeks, no question. I would think they'd be a better team because they have better weapons. They're, I think, a more complete team. Um, but Andy Reid's also an advantage, so we'll see how that all runs out. But mm-hmm. it's going to be an interesting weekend again. It ends with Monday Night Football, the Packers at the Raiders. Another team I will not pick to win a game until they actually do, and that is the Raiders because I just don't know if they're possible. Or able to, I should say. So we'll see. But um, that's going to close it out, man. We're done. We're done with a sec- our second show. It's only going to get better. No, we, we're doing a good show. I love it. But uh, thanks to Al Sacco from the No Huddle Podcast uh, from Odyssey covering the 49ers out in the Bay Area. We certainly appreciate him being with us. And Evan, uh, we will be back next week with another great guest, another great show. And... If you're good, maybe, may, maybe, just maybe. Is that a projector behind you? No, I thought I thought it was a an overhead projector. You're gonna fire the Raiders coach. Um, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I had, to give, I had to give you some crap, right? It's just the Can way I? it goes. But anyway, um, we'll uh, we'll see everybody next week. Make sure you follow Evan on X.com. Egrote five, Egrote five, Egrote five as well. You can also listen to him on the Just Pod Baby podcast. Yes, yep. he has a Raiders podcast as well as being a a video producer here at sportsnot.com. So make sure you check his stuff out. You can also follow me on x.com, LV Gully. Uh, I write up on the site. I actually do videos, so you'll see me in a bunch of different videos. You'll also hear me on Silver and Black Today, which is a Raiders podcast from Odyssey as well. We're busy dudes, man. What can we say? Football junkies. My wife doesn't love it, but hey, you're tough. <laughs> she knew that going into the wedding. <laughs> That's right. She knew. She knew what she was getting into. That's right. I love That's it. That's right. All right. Do us a favor. Make sure if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the channel. Put put comments down below, too. Tell us what you thought about the show and what you think about uh, the guest, everything there. Uh, make sure you also hit the notifications bell. Every time we have a new show, you'll get notified. We are also live audio-wise. If you'd like to listen to us on the way in the work in the morning, on, fr- on Thursday morning, because the show comes out on Thursday morning or Friday morning, if you want to wait, you can do that and you can get it wherever you get your audio. So on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, Amazon. So you can say, hey, Alexa, play Evan in his basement. No, just <laughs> just say just say NFL Playbook Podcast and it'll play for you. So we're, we're there. I mean, Evan, we're just ubiquitous. I didn't know we were on Amazon. I can do that with my Alexa. I can go upstairs and. Can. I can say play, play NFL. Oh, I'm going to try can it. Go upstairs and say to your wife, say, Hey honey, if you ever miss me, just say, Hey Alexa, play NFL playbook <laughs> podcast. And then your voice will come on and she'll feel like you're right there. <laughs> I don't think she's <laughs> going to miss me. <laughs> All right, Evan, my man, I will talk to you next week. All right. I'm looking forward to it, Scott.
All right. For everybody here at SportsNot.com. Oh, yeah. By the way, go check out SportsNot.com. I'm Scott Branson, and we appreciate you guys being with us. We'll talk to you next time here on the NFL Playbook Podcast from SportsNot. Take care.